The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Support us on patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. You can support the show. And in turn, you also get other benefits. We've been doing some Patreon-only podcasts. We give early rally access. We have a dirt racing league, a bunch of other stuff over on Patreon. And when you sign up, we give you a free sticker pack, DWA sticker pack, with some exclusive DWA stickers that aren't available to the public. A lot of fun stuff over there, and it helps support the show. So cruise over to patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome, and we'd really appreciate it. This episode of the Driving While Awesome podcast is brought to you by radforsale.com, the only auction site entirely focused on the Radwood era. Have something to sell? They are now accepting your 80s and 90s cars, trucks, and motorcycles for auction on Rad for Sale. Have a Fox Body Mustang, Integra GSR, or Kawasaki Ninja? Those are great. They're also looking for excellent Radwood era parts and gear, like wheels, seats, apparel, ephemera, and more. So it's time to start going through the garage. Rad for Sale is a visually appealing and informative auction site with interesting and unique features while focusing completely on our favorite era of the automobile, the Radwood era. Join them at radforsale.com. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Art. And we're joined and by a special guest, Art, Andrew P. Can I say Andrew P. Collins? I like throwing the P. Yeah, in there. we throw the P. in there because there's another Andrew Collins writer, so he took all the social handles. So I had to be Andrew P. Collins. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. that's probably better anyway. There's a lot of Andrew. Collins It's a very world, common sure. name. Yeah, <laughs> alas. Is it? Yeah. Is it an obscure P or is it like a Peter it's, P? It's literally Peter. You nailed it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents were uh, not particularly inventive when nice. it came to naming. <laughs> I have so we have a friend. Um, I'm not going to out him right now. He can people can DM him if they want to know. But um, he's Matthew O. Brown, and he has the most obscure middle name. Like I, I, I've never known anyone to guess it. I never, I didn't guess it when I first met him. Uh, but it's become kind of a trivia game, and uh, huh. it is very, very, uh, very obscure, very rarely used name. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. So you're down in L.A., right? Yep, yep. These yep, days? West L.A., Culver City. Been here since about 2015. Sweet. And that, you were in like you were in New England for a while, yeah. right? Because you were a Jalopnik. Yeah. Yep. I'm from the Boston area originally, but lived all over and then uh, spent a lot of time in the Hudson Valley, upstate New York, uh, which I might be heading back to for a bit in the near future as well. But oh, sweet. yeah. OK. Kind of do the do the by uh, New York, California thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, uh, yeah, nice. you, you, you would love to have both right. Right? at some point, like be able to uh, buy a property <laughs> somewhere. A dream, uh, yeah. Probably at this point, New York is even is probably the the place to do it and then have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not even sure if Los Angeles is going to be inhabitable in 20 years. So <laughs> at the rate that he's going. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's another pandemic and it scares everyone yeah, away again or something, kidding. you know, and then um, <laughs> although 
Although it's, you know, I, I've heard mixed things about that. Like some people said there was an exodus, but it wasn't as exact. It wasn't as big as people said and like, you know, all that kind of jazz. But yeah, I, th- I think, um, think New York City definitely had a big exodus that may be receding now. L.A. definitely had some, uh, but I think, yeah, the yeah. traffic's definitely back. If anyone's wondering. Austin. everyone, <laughs> Austin, um, yeah. yeah, I hear Austin's where everyone. I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. yeah, I've heard that. Look at Warren shaking his head over there. I don't know. The, the, the news is so just, you know, salacious. They want you to read these headlines and stuff, but is it really happening? I don't know. And right, Austin is, right. has its own issues too. And yeah, Boise, yeah. It's Tahoe, a yellow journalism, right, Andrew? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool, dude. So we, we wanted to, you know, just because, you know, you're, you're fresh on the show. Yeah. Uh, some people might know you from your Jalopnik life. You're now working at Car yeah. Bibles. You've done some other stuff on, uh, you yeah. know, on the side, yeah. but, um, you know, we wanted to dig in and start at the beginning a little bit, and then we can kind of progress to where you are now. Talk about car Bibles as well. But uh, what what was your first car? Oh, man. How about we start uh, there? Okay, first car, first <laughs> car I owned uh, was a 96 Integra LS uh, base, 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 Sweet. salvage title, uh, non-VTEC. Non oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was the one I could afford when I was 16. Uh, B18B, yeah, yeah that's yeah, fine. But it was manual, yeah. uh, and it served me well yeah. for three months until I crashed it driving like an idiot. And uh, <laughs> salvage title did it again. Yeah, Double yeah, salvage. Yeah, then by yeah. then it was worth so little money that the insurance company was like, "No, this is done. We're not, <laughs> we're not dealing with it." Uh, and then Just I got an eighty-nine. Value. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Then I got an eighty-nine RX seven and ran that for about a year. That was awesome. Um, oh, that's cool. Sweet. Yeah. So with the Integra, real yeah. quick. Um, I'm, I'm a huge uh, Honda oh, nerd. Good. So color combo. It was red exterior and a black cloth inside. Oh, yeah. nice. Okay. I, yeah. Sedan or uh, coupe? Coupe. Yeah. Two coupe. door? Two door. Yeah. Um, yeah really bare, bare. I had a sunroof. That was the only real option. Uh, and yeah, like steel wheels. I had the unpainted front, yep. like aftermarket bumper. I mean, I was really into tuner cars. It was kind of my first love in the, in the oh, car world. Yeah. Yeah. So you definitely put an intake on yep, it, right? Yeah, oh. intake. Had, had a big <laughs> Apex N1 exhaust, uh, but like oh, no yeah. other mods. So. <laughs> I was just like preposterously yeah. loud and you know very modest in its in its speed, but uh, it was a great car to drive, really. Um, even stock, they're they're good little cars. Yeah, that really good. so that transmission is one of the nicest shifting transmissions, I oh, think. Yeah. I mean, and even on you know on LS, it doesn't have to be a GSR yeah. Type R. Yeah. Um, you know, th- those so, they're so nice. They're very tight. They're very direct yep. and. It's just the perfect length and the throw. Like it, you would, you wouldn't think it. Um, I remember the first time I drove it was an RS because when I was right. in college, I was looking for for um, you know. Uh, I think I ended up you know getting a GSR, but I was like you know thinking, okay, maybe we start with the RS. You know, you got the slick top, you got the lightweight. Maybe we build like a Type R replica out of this yeah. thing, and and uh, and you know I didn't expect that. And I said I shifted it into the first the first time. I'm like, whoa, that was different. <laughs> you know, coming from my loose ass like CRX, right. you know, where you know those transmissions are pretty 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 wonky. Um, but uh, but yeah. So then you got an RX7. You said yeah yeah. I um, it's funny. I, I always kind of or at least the first couple of cars I was looking for one thing and ended up with another. Like initially I was looking for a Civic and then the Integra was cheap and cool and I grabbed that. And when I got the RX7, I was looking for a 240SX. Uh, this would have been like 2005 and um yeah just found that found a second gen non-turbo rx7 but it was a it was called an s5 it was like the facelifted second gen yeah. um so it, that's awesome with the right with the red, taillights yeah with the round, round taillights yeah. and i didn't really know much about rx7s um but yeah i went to look at it i was like dang this car's amazing and i i bought it from a guy who was like an amateur racer uh, and he had like a bunch of fc rx7s that were 
track prepped and uh he lived pretty close to me and ended up being really cool and like w was was like yeah man come over and like we'll wrench on it and i'll show you some stuff and it was it was great i learned a lot from him nice. um we're not in touch anymore but yeah he was just super nice older guy who was like into rx7s and sold me one for pretty cheap and we we worked on it together yeah. That's great. How much sounds racing like beat uh, stuff? Oh, sorry. Sounds like your your mentor. Yeah, he was kind part. of a bit of a mentor for a minute there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <That's> right, yeah. <laughs> uh, Art had the same situation. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But did your did your mentor wear Morpheus goggles? No, uh, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> um, or those steampunk goggles or whatever yeah. you want to call them. Uh, but yeah, my question was uh, how much racing beat stuff was on it because that was the stuff to have. Oh yeah, he, well he had a lot of that stuff. I had I had yeah. racing heart wheels, which was like my big. Point. Okay. Yeah, I was really yeah, yeah. proud of those. Um, uh, like used import. Uh, there were ten inches wide in the back, and the lip was just this gigantic <laughs> thing. And of course, I had very little power adding mods, so the car's making like 160 horsepower trying to move these steamrollers. Yeah. Uh, but I looked really cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. Cool. Uh, that, that's all that mattered, right? And that's yeah. That's I'm guessing you had those ones. Are they the Racing Heart C9s? The ones with the really flat oh, face? Geez, what were I they called? They're, they're um, they were, it was like a mesh design. I. I forget what the oh, mesh design. Yeah, I okay. forget what the model was. Honestly, see something though. Yeah, uh, but now they were sexy. Is it a Schumacher? No, my imagining things. Uh, no. no, what was? It? Oh, no, there was the SSR. Yeah, yeah, it looked. Remember. Sorry, yeah. nerdy shit. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So, how many cars have you owned total? Uh, maybe like twelve or thirteen. Not a ton. Uh, I, I, okay. I have a hard time selling. Like, just I get really attached. And so once I get something, I don't usually get rid of it until it's either destroyed or like I get into some sort of financial trouble and need to get rid of something yeah, yeah. Uh, or just yeah. have to, like recently I had more cars than parking spots and it was it was like a big source of anxiety. So I finally just had to had to pare down a little bit. Um, yeah. It out. And yeah, it should be said, too, that you you get to experience a ton of cars without that's true. Them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Less so now. Now that I'm an editor, we can get into that later. But I do less borrowing of the loaners and writing and more uh, just having other oh, okay. people get to have the fun. And I, I sit at home and, and edit their commentary. But but yeah, I, we, I am lucky in that get to get to borrow cars every now and then get to get to sample quite a few that I don't have to buy yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, the reason I asked is, you know, it would be you know cool to get a, maybe a, a couple more. High, maybe let's do three more highlight cars. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, oh man! So after I sold the RX-7 because I was going to college in Vermont, and uh, it was just not, it was not a good car to have in the wintertime. Uh, <laughs> and I wanted more space. I, and I got a, I had a manual, manual transmission Discovery One, '96 uh, oh. Disco that I really freaking mm -hmm. loved. Holy crap. I had no idea they made those. Yeah. Manual, at least for this market. Yeah, yeah. they did. Huh. It was a, kind of a crappy manual. Like to, if I'm honest, it was, uh, it was funny when I bought it, I was so con cause I'd never really driven a truck, a manual truck before. Uh, mm. but, and I'd, I'd only driven these like, like Hondas and Arxel, like sporty Japanese cars. Yeah, then you go to that. Thing? Yeah. And I, and I was like, so I brought it to my mechanic and I was like, man, I think this is, I think something's wrong. And he's like, no, it's just a truck transmission, dude. He's like, this is just different. And like, <laughs> yeah. So you're like, all right. Yeah. Vague. Yeah. The throw yeah. is like, you know, it's super long. Um, uh, yeah, it's really like rough, uh, 
Yeah. And that's why they didn't sell a lot of them because it's pretty, pretty weird experience. It seems like the whole car was like that though, uh, wasn't yeah. it? Like disconnected and rough. I, I remember uh, when I was in college, uh, one of my friends uh, had one and he, I had him, I mean, I had him, <laughs> he helped me move uh, and <laughs> I drove it and I, I was like, that was the first time I had driven one, you know, I was like 19, 20. And I remember just thinking how floaty the whole thing was. It, it felt mm. like it was going to tip over at every turn. I'm like, how the fuck do these things go down these African trails and not tip over? And, <laughs> but I guess the, the, you know, the air suspension compensates somehow, but it doesn't feel like it. Like even just going around a turn feels like you're immediately going to tip over. Right. Um, they're, they're funky. Yeah. I mean, it's a, that's a truck truck. I mean, it's solid front and rear axles. Um, yeah, it's body on frame. That's a true like four by four. Mm-hmm. Good for Vermont. Yeah, though, it was right? fun up there. We um we we had we would we take skiing and it was great in the snow. Uh, and it was kind of like I was really into the whole overland idea. You know, not to go full hipster, but before it was cool, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I was really like had all these fantasies about driving around Africa and in Australia and stuff. Camel and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eventually, got to do some of that, which was great. Um, but. Did you buy a shovel? Like, did you? Yeah, I had a shovel mounted to the yeah. side. I had, I had like a, a <laughs> bunch of headlights up top. Uh, I was kind of known around campus. Like, once I would, I would take people. Like, you know, if I would pick people up or whatever, they'd be like, "Oh, that's your car." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we've seen. Well, that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, everybody, you know, up there is driving like little modest Subarus and Volkswagens, and you know, I've got Volvos. all these like yeah, and Volvos, and I've got all these like cages around my shit and giant tires and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, the wild streets of yeah. Vermont. You never yeah, know. Yeah, it was pretty. You it was pretty know. cool. Um, but uh, why did I get rid of that? Oh yeah, I got. I sold that to move to Australia to do some more wheeling. Um, nice. Uh, then had a bunch of motorcycles. Uh, geez, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to like fast forward to today. I'm skipping a few, but I have a '98 Montero now. That's kind of mm. like re- reminds me a lot of the disco, but it, it, it's kind of, it, it's been better for, it's way more fuel efficient and it's, it's been easier to keep alive. So I've been a fan yeah, of that. That's surprising. And I think it looks cooler. Um, but yeah, it's funny, like more car, like maybe driving uh, uh, yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. The driving dynamics yeah. a little better and it gets about double the fuel economy, which is cool. Uh, yeah, wow. I, I, I was getting about 12 highway in my disco and now I can squeeze 20 out of the Montero on the highway, which is, Whoa, yeah, nice. I'm that's real impressive. careful. Yeah. But yeah, I always joke because in high school I had a I had a I had the blue RX-7, so I had a blue '80s Japanese coupe and a white '90s SUV, and now I have the same. I have a Z31 Nissan that's blue, and then my white one. Oh. So it's like I haven't really nice. haven't I've come yeah, full yeah. circle, you know. You you evolved, yeah. but not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny how that happens. Yeah, so that Z31, so that's a 300ZX yep. for the folks out there from what 84, 85. 84, yeah, it's car. first year yeah. of the Z31. Yeah, yeah it was, oh, okay. it was kind of, and it's an NA. It's an NA, yeah. It's a base. Yeah. The the only option it has is the T roof, so I don't even have the digital dash, oh, okay. uh, unfortunately. But oh, all right. it's super basic. Uh, it's kind of funny that. Um, I had such a, it's kind of a funny story. I, I, I wrote some random Z blog uh, back when I worked at Jalopnik and, and this woman emailed me out of the blue and was like, Oh, do you, do you want my Z? Like, I'm trying to get rid of it, but I was like, uh, I, I guess uh, like what? <laughs> and I didn't really know. I didn't have a lot of interest in Z cars, but my wife and I went up and we were like, all right, we'll check it out. We'll see what the deal is. And this lady with this, this kind of pretty, you know, wealthy lady who didn't need, obviously didn't need the like thousand bucks it would have brought on Craigslist. Uh, right. Was like, yeah, I just wanted to go to a good home. And so we're like, all right. 
Wow. So I ended up doing, yeah, she gave it to me for a hundred bucks and like, what? yeah. And, <laughs> just, just to charge you something. Yeah, exactly. And I had this, I, she had, she'd owned it since new and I had like, Whoa. so I got this whole stack of paperwork and the original window sticker and we're like, ah, oh, cool. We were driving around a little bit. And then of course, very quickly we realized like, oh, it actually needs, it needs a lot of love. Uh, so it wasn't right. like, you know, now shoot since, I mean, we've done timing bell, water pump, trans mounts, engine mounts, clutch, flywheel, radiator, valve cover gaskets, tires. tires. Yeah, I mean, I'm easily like 5Gs into it, like since. <laughs> right, here's your free car, sir. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, but now that it, it actually, because it needed so much, it, I we got it home and it sat, and I was like, oh, what do I do with this? Like, I don't really want to, like, I kind of like it. I don't, but then, yeah, when the pandemic happened, I was like, screw it. I want to just, let's build this car. Let's let's get it going. Let's get it nice. And yeah, I did. And, you know, obviously outsourced some of the work to mechanics, did some myself and now it runs amazingly. And I, I love the thing. So it's, that's yeah, cool. it's, it's, and that car, I saw that at our second Radwood ever, yes, right? Yes. That's the same car. Yep, That's the same. Yeah. Uh, that was, yeah, I, that was like days after I got it actually at, at the oh, second really? Radwood ever. Yeah. It was, um, I brought it to a, a repair bay and I was like, Hey man, I just got to drive this to Anaheim. Like, give me a really quick, you know, post-purchase inspection. <laughs> like, just let me know if it's safe to take on the highway basically. And, uh, they yeah. like, you know, they like replaced a, uh, some brake lines and they're like, yeah, it's, it's all right. Like it needs timing belt ASAP and it needs a bunch of stuff, but you know, whatever. Right. Uh, so yeah, I kind of nursed it Good along luck. for a while <laughs> until finally sorting it out. But the, oh, yeah, yeah, like the cl- the flywheel was so cooked, it, it was bubbled. So getting it like, Whoa. oh yeah. The, <laughs> and, and they had like transmission mounts were totally fried. The engine mounts were fried. So getting it off uh, from a stop was like this very delicate dance. <laughs> you don't want to just rip the whole thing yeah, apart and have like, it pop out of the hood. Yeah, it was a nightmare, but now it's very smooth. Yeah, that is one of those cars though. Go for I was going to say that in that condition, if you weren't as savvy at, you know, just owning weird yeah. cars and stuff, it would have exploded. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. If a, if a 16 year old kid jumped in that thing and was just like, you know, treating it like a Z, yeah. it would have just never no, made it. No you way. Know? Timing belt would have broke. Uh, everything would have exploded. So, yeah, that's a testament to your, your skill. <laughs> we definitely saved that car from a very quick death. Like, if that lady yes. had just put it mm-hmm. on Craigslist, yeah, it would have been, it would have oh, been junk within a, a month. Yeah, for, for sure. Um, exactly. But yeah, what, yeah, it was, it would, the body is like in amazing shape and the, the paint is junk, but and the interior is like freaking perfect. It's unreal how that's nice cool. it is. So that, that's, that's kind of really what cool. kept me being like, oh, we can't just like, we can't just unload it. Like, it's too nice. It's too, uh, yeah. it's too much of a cool time capsule. And even though when I first started pouring money into it, like Z31s, nobody gave a shit about Z31s, especially non-turbo ones. And, you know, a couple years later, I think. I think I'm about even. I think I could get out what I put into it. Um, right. Like they haven't right. exactly. Yeah. Like they haven't skyrocketed in value, but they've definitely picked up to the point where, you know, now that I can show somebody a nice thick book of service records, like it would, I think it would be, it would. With the window sticker yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, the good story. And then, I mean, the first gens are so crazy that yeah. it's, and now people are searching for something they can at least yeah. know, get into. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. And people love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big, I'm actually a fan of those though. Like, I, so there's two versions that I really like. I mean, they're all cool. I think they're so very, they're so eighties, right? Like, it's so and, uh, 80s, and they're, they're yeah. funky. They're, they may not be a, you know, a 911 right. or whatever, but like, but they're, they're still really cool GT cars, I think. And, um, I, I love those, uh, the, the, is it the 20th anniversary edition they made or the 25th? Uh, I I'm not 
not sure. They've done it. I think it was the 25th, <laughs> they've, they've right? They've done a bump Remember of... the one with the rear fender flare? And it's oh, got, um, it's yeah. like the two-tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the, and that's the pre-facelift one, like the one that yep. you have, but it's the turbo version of that. Yep. And the, the interior was amazing. Like the, the, it's got the digital dash and like all the fucking like, you know, graphic equalizers in the world. Yeah, and like, yeah. it's just so cool. <laughs> and then, uh, the, the other, and then the wheels are epic yes. too. They're like those turbine wheels. Yes. Uh, and then I love the Shiro's, the, oh, yeah. the Z32 facelift, Shiro, oh, yeah. uh, sorry, Z31 facelift, a Shiro. So that's like, um, pearl white only with a Recaro interior and black Matching cloth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lightweight. Like it's so freaking cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we saw one, uh, in, remember we were in Miami, Warren, um, Fort I think Lauderdale. we're at a, at an RM auction. They had, they, they, they had one there nice. and, yeah, we just like just like salivated all over. Those are so cool. Uh, and I and they, and as you said, yeah, all, these cars were kind of worthless. Even the special ones were pretty worthless five years yeah. ago, you know. And then now those are money, and the people are appreciating them. So, yeah, it's fun to see that 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 transition, you know. And we're obviously all a part of it uh, right now, and you know, our generation yeah. and all the stuff we're doing. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, like so you you um you had mentioned uh you you were a Jalopnik for a while. Yeah. Uh, th- did you work at the drive at all? Uh, no, I didn't actually. Um, I tech technically car, car Bibles is like a sister site to the drive. So I have some bylines right. there now, but I did not, I did not do any of the drive posts, um, until very recently. Gotcha. And so that's, so that's what you're doing now. That's your new project. Yeah. Car Bibles. Yeah. We're, uh, we're, we're yeah. getting car Bibles off the ground. Yeah. That's the new, the new project. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, there's some pretty unique things that we've noticed, you know, I mean, I, I, um, I've checked it out and we've, we've, we've taken a look at what you're up cool. to. And, uh, um, there's, it sounds like there's multiple things going on, right? There's like general Wait, stories, like me. evergreen content, there's some news and then there's, there's like the car Bibles themselves, which are kind of a cool concept and I'll let you dive in. Yeah. But like, how would you say that you, you differ from like someone like the drive when it comes to the other standard content? So we're kind of, I've kind of been explaining it as like, if, the, if the drive is CNN, we're maybe more like vice, I guess it's, we're, oh, okay. we're, we're like, right. the, uh, we're trying to be a little, uh, more casual, uh, but maybe with a little bit less of Jalopnik's like irreverence, uh, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, yeah. Something that is kind of focused on practical advice. Like we're not really going to mess with the, although I I did do a Lotus review, but we're not, (laughs) we're not going to mess with the supercars, super high end stuff too often, unless, uh, we can kind of explain it in kind of an interesting practical way. Like when the Maserati MC 20 came out, we, or was released, we, uh, we did kind of like a little engineering rundown of like, oh, here's why this is interesting. And um, we're trying to kind of be like, uh, in our dreams, we're the publication that like all the, the other publications read, I guess, if that makes sense. We've been doing like, okay. Okay. We, we've been kind yeah. of taking a new spin on, on aggregation. So a lot of the lifeblood of a lot of these car blogs is just like, oh, here's what's happening in the world. We're trying to take that mm. uh, a, another level, and like with these review round review roundup rundown posts we're doing, where like when an embargo lifts and like the new Bronco comes out, it's like okay, let's take let's grab pull quotes from like every review and contextualize them and kind of explain you know why this is interesting, and then and int- maybe introduce people to new new writers at the same time. Uh, so to kind of like be taking the temperature of the car media scene while also participating in it is a little bit of what we're trying to do. Okay. But you need a, something a little more vice. Like you need to interview like car perverts or like, uh, 
or like some like the, the underground yeah. uh you know scene of 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 uh s&m in cars or, <laughs> yeah. or or some or, or how the top, or, i want to know the top 10 cars of cartel uh oh there, right. yeah, there you go top 10 cartel right. cars right exactly <laughs> that's a good that, one that dude. would be a good one uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 that's actually not a joke but that's actually legit <laughs> no, <that'd be> good. <laughs> there was a there was a documentary uh series i think it was by larry charles who was a uh director of Seinfeld and a comedy writer. I think it was Larry Charles. Anyways, he wanted to find out who the funniest guy in the Taliban oh was. Oh my god! And <laughs> oh wow! And just basically in all parts of the world, it wasn't just Taliban related. But uh, he went, yeah, trying to find out if that was a thing. You know, people. <laughs> Who's the jokester? So anyways, in the caves? We're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're car guys. Um, I want to know. Yeah, top cartel. Um, yeah, that that would yeah, be mafia. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it'd be a tough I, one, I, yeah. but. Another vice one has is like uh, what what uh you know it, it's what car company has the most like imperialistic tendencies or something <laughs> weird like that you know where it's like like what is their background you know like what right. have they done right. in the world I was actually listening uh, who was it um shit I was listening to a podcast recently and they, and uh, they were talking about like the most ethical. It might have been TST uh, talking about like what company would be the most ethical in terms of because I guess mm. Toyota's in some beef oh, now yeah. with the whole or some hot water with whatever with their where they've placed money or who they've taken money from. Yep. Uh, and um, and I was thinking Subaru, come on, guys, like no one was saying it. And it's like Subaru is like pretty fucking legit, right? Like they're they like, try. have they done wrong in the world? I don't know. Like they Fuji they like, heavy industries. That company is legit. Well, but they they, they make like a really concerted effort to like to it, they paint a very positive image. They're all like carbon well, neutral, they like paint, their factory. They paint. Well, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the, the that's brush. what they're telling us, right? Like right. Uh, the, the, the factories are all like carbon neutral, at least the ones in this country. Um, mm-hmm. The heavy industries part, uh, my understanding is, uh, is, uh, you know, it, it um, now they're lighter interest industries because <laughs> oh, they're I using see. modern modern materials sure, now. Sure, worn, all so. those tankers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's a, what's it called? Uh, it's a vestigial uh, name that stuck around post-war, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, okay. So I, 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 there's that component, and so then what about the car bibles themselves? Because yeah. that's that's a totally new concept, really, yes, right? The car bibles themselves are kind of the the flagship product of the site. It's something that Patrick and I were first kind of kicking around when when he was trying to entice me to to join the, his company uh, and get this going. So. The, the car Bibles are like combination buyer's guide slash owner's manual supplements if, slash historical record, if that makes sense. We're basically trying to gather up, uh, honestly, like every scrap of information on like a very a specific generation of a make and model of, of a car. Uh, that That's why we're, we're zooming in that specifically uh, to one gen at a time because to do it across multiple would be crazy. Uh, so this is like... We're gathering not only like uh, first person owner reviews, but also, oh, here's what people were saying about it when it was new. Here's where you can find uh, service manuals. Here's here are common modifications. Here are like questions that you should ask a, a potential seller um, and like what they're worth. Uh, it's it's an extremely comprehensive, almost like an encyclopedia entry. And, and mm-hmm. we're also treating it like a like a living document. So if and when we get new info, we can, we can add it and amend, to, uh, amend it. Inevitably we, right. we leave things out. It's, we realized this very early on. Like, there's just no way. I mean, we're publishing them at, you know, five to 7,000 words. And even then it's like, it's just, yeah. we're not going to get everything. So, you know, actually, honestly, Reddit has been really helpful. Well, well, do once we publish it, I'm like, all right, what did we miss guys? And I'll drop it into like whatever the subreddit is. 
about this specific and car. And just yeah. go through yeah, it. it like, yeah, inevitably. Yeah, like yeah, they'll have a bunch of great suggestions. And, and, you know, I'll have the writer go back in and be like, all right, you know, obviously fact check these and, and see what's what's a worthy inclusion. And often there are many. Yeah. And, yeah, we're always thinking about new – like there are about 30 subheadings now. And um, so we're always looking for new ones. Uh, we want to add like an engineering background one soon where we're going to talk to hmm. people who worked on the car and product planners and, and get some more insight Very on cool. like – where the car came from. Um, Maybe things that were overlooked or they wanted right, to add, but right. that, that, would, that would be cool insight for people who know the car as well and maybe don't have that. Exactly. Uh, That's yeah. cool. Yeah, we were looking at it last night and um, it's really, first of all, it's really impressive and it's quite a daunting task because there are so many sources out there already right. that, you know, like you said, the Reddits, the Wikipedias, the and they're not all great by any means, but to have somewhere that is kind of filtering it and giving it to you in a more concise manner is great and my first thought was like kind of what you touched on it has to be a living document right. because things change right. so much i mean you have value in there on i was looking at the prius uh, car right. bible gen 2 and obviously that changes on a monthly yeah. basis or you know quarterly <laughs> basis yeah. right so um it's just it is really impressive and i'm curious to know um how you pick cars to be in a car bible what what are the criteria yeah, and also um, what you f- kind of see this becoming. Is it kind of like an all-encompassing uh, thing for all automotive, or is it just um, kind of an enthusiast-ish site? So we started with cars we wanted to write about, frankly, because uh, just sure. just to get people to write these, I was like, you know, I had to kind of sell it because it is such a, a Herculean yeah. task. Uh, so I was like, all right, you know, what cars do you guys like? What do you <laughs> and uh, we, had, yeah. we ended up and then from there, we kind of wanted to focus on, OK, well, what are cars that people are modifying and, and buying in the like, you know, one to twenty thousand dollar range, like stuff that enthusiasts are going to be people who are going to care enough to look up uh, stuff about their own car. I mean, you know, like a brand new uh, Nissan Rogue, whatever people are just going to take it to someplace and get it like they're not a lot not a lot of diyers are necessarily going to yeah, be what absolutely it's an yeah appliance. yeah so, but you know like a first gen lexus is 300 it's like anybody buying one of those now or owning one like pretty much got it on purpose and like really wants that car or like rsx type S. yeah exactly like yep. boxster it's like stuff that people will i mean frankly it's the stuff that people will want to read about. <laughs> sure sure that makes sense like i mean imagine taking on like you know, fourth gen F one fifty or something. Oh my god! And I mean, it would just be there's so much information. There's so many models, and people just buy trucks. You know, I don't, there's not a lot. Of, maybe the Lightning you could do one on. Well, trucks. Know, or... Yeah, trucks is an interesting one. I've been trying to get my team to do more truck ones because uh, the Forerunner. We did a third gen Forerunner, and it was very popular. So I, I think. Yeah, Forerunner. I can see those are yeah again like yeah first gen Tundra yeah, you could do yeah. one uh, for um, sure. But, but like you said, it yeah, is there's so many uh, variables that come into the mix with trucks because the different models are different it's sizes. Crazy. And like yeah, yeah F one fifty was available with like four different engines and it's exactly a lot. yeah two transmissions right. uh, different yeah suspension setups. I mean I yeah I find it interesting for me because I I own a Mitsubishi. Mighty nice Man. oh cool. So we're Mitsubishi yes. brothers actually. I forgot to <laughs> Way mention cool. That. Uh, I'll send you, I'll send you the card, yeah, mail, yeah. You know, the owner's <laughs> club. but, uh, there's no information on right, those trucks right. at all. I mean, it is more obscure than like, you know, a Chisetta Marauder or <laughs> by far, like there's, there's nothing on them at all. And parts are pretty weak. Um, yeah. and just knowing like what 
kind of tricks and and things to do with them is difficult to find. So, you know, Mitsubishi Mighty Max, you could throw yeah, that on there. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Yeah, and um, <laughs> but but there are not a bad one. <laughs> well, there are a lot of secrets that like you don't really know until you own a car. Like with the Montero, for example, like. The later second gen ones, you always have to replace this fulcrum ball in the transfer case shifter from like one with from a different model. And that's just like weird stuff that, you know, mm. now that the forums are kind of not as active and it's all about Facebook groups like that info is just not oh, well organized. Yeah. And right. And so it's but then everyone that knows those trucks is going right. Exactly. That. If they're if they're shopping one, they go, well, did you replace right, the fulcrum right. ball? You know, exactly. That's, that and, kind of and stuff. No one else knows. Right. Yeah. Or like, oh, what size tire can I? You know, those questions, the same questions they get to ask over and over again. It's like we're trying to just totally. put that all into one space. Yeah. And um, yeah, I like it. And, and even, you know, there's like the subframes on the E36 M3s right, exactly. and like stuff like that. Right. That like that's it's, all relative. Yeah, right. it's. It's a very, yeah, it's a condensed sort of distilled buyer's guide with the essential info. And then you also can go super deep as you're describing with the engineering, right. the, the, the history and the model breakdown and all that. Um, you know, I, I, I uh, this is some very unsolicited advice. Okay. You're going to hate me for even suggesting this, especially because I want to get into Herculean tasks that you all just right. mentioned. All That's right. a good way to describe it. Um, and so I was looking at the 996 uh -huh. and like, you know, since you guys are an educational site, you guys have always a section where it's photos of the vehicle, yeah. right? And so the 996 has a ton of photos, but there's no text. So like people don't know what they're looking at, right? Unless they're 996 people, which I imagine, as you said, for the most part, people looking at a 996s know what they're looking for. But, you know, everybody's still learning shit, right? So it's like, like there's a nine, I noticed there's a 996 GT3. There's like, you know, there, let's say there's a C4, there's a C2, there's a cab. You guys have different versions, right? So I'm sure I Andrew's mean, never I, thought I, of this it, before. You know. Uh, what, yeah, is, I was just thinking like it, it, it could be a, a nice little add-on that might not take a lot of time just to, to show what that is. Yeah, because uh, so, maybe people will be like, "Oh yeah, that that's what I want right there. Right. That's actually what I'm interested in." Yeah, you uh, know, it's uh, funny you should and, mention and it, that. That's a really that is a good idea, and and bizarrely, specifically, I mean, it, it's so logical. I don't know why I didn't think to have captions on those earlier. Um, because we have a big section of photo gallery, like links to big photo galleries at the bottom, and then. The the stack of pictures up high was kind of a later addition that I didn't I honestly didn't okay. think much about um because uh, Patrick George our editorial director was like oh, I need some pictures get a picture section up high I was like all right sure why not and uh, that was kind of, I would, that's like all I that was the end of my thinking about that section but yeah I, I mean it's shoot now I'm I'm almost, I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't think of that earlier it's a really good dude <laughs> no I, I totally I mean shit you got just to, that's why like we can get into Herculean yeah. tests now I mean like there is so much fucking info and I imagine you guys are pumping through right. this like uh like it, 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 are you open to discussing how long it takes to put one of these together at least because it sounds like it's an it's a it's a an ever-evolving yes. thing but you basically need to get kind of the basic yeah sort of uh structure backbone right? yeah yeah it takes yeah, yeah there's a there's there's the same format that people follow every time uh i i think it depends on the car but i think it typically takes like well it, you know because of course the, the writers who are doing them are kind of like biting off little bits at a time so it's hard to say exactly i mean probably like a couple solid work days, which ends up being like five to seven days just because people are doing a lot of other stuff concurrently. Um, and okay. we run one a week, we run one every Friday and like, that's nice. the, like, we're, I cannot imagine going any faster. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I'm impressed to hear it's that yeah. fast. And I, and, I mean, yeah. shit, like, and yeah. I've got, I've got three, we have three contributors who, uh, you know, they're basically like full-time employees, uh, 
that write all kind of write all the car Bibles posts and um, including the Bibles themselves. And they, so they'll, it'll be like, Oh, one week, somebody will be writing one and then another week. some so they don't have to like spend their entire writing careers, like nose down in research on like sure. one specific yeah. maker model. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty Max. Right. Exactly. Uh, so they kind <laughs> we kind of spread it out a little bit and, and ideally we try to get, build some buffer in. So be like, Oh, here's what we're running next week and the week after. So we can kind of, uh, you know, take the time to really comb through them. And I, I mean, I'll, I probably shouldn't even admit this, but I still, you know, I find things I need to edit like later on. And that's why we have a disclaimer at the yeah. top. It's like, it's a living document. We still fix things. Like, I'm sorry. Totally. <laughs> of course. Dude. I mean, we, yeah, we, 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 we deal with it to, uh, to a certain extent with, you know, the things that we do and it's at a very, very, at a smaller scale in terms of copy, right? right? Like it's, you know, there's, it's, you just miss things or you, or you realize, you know, the nuance of this particular sentence could be changed right, and, and right. make it more clear. And yeah, it's, it's nutty. I mean, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I actually, you know, I was thinking about, you know, what Warren asked, it's like, how are you guys choosing all these different cars? And I mean, I, I think it's, it's interesting to, to, to see how you're looking at sort of like general trends, right. That are enthusiast focused yeah. or, or what's actually, what, what people are actually buying, what's, what's popular. Um, but you know, some of that stuff too, maybe like, it's almost like when you get, when you get to a point where it becomes almost like just media focused and it's more entertainment and it could be kind of like an onion kind of vibe right. where you, you do the mighty max just because it's funny, right, you know? Totally. And it's like, how dare you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> um, I this. you do the AMC grab. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you know, have you seen those Haynes manuals for like the, you know, for fucking the enterprise? Yes, or exactly. Whatever, yeah. Know, yeah, totally. or yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I, that's kind of the vibe that I was thinking of, Absolutely. you know, where you can do the, um, the, the AMC Eagle, whatever the two door hatchback version is, right. is an AMC. Well, that's why, you know what I'm yeah, about? that's why like uh you know the the geo metro right. on rad for sale gets as much attention as the you know uh porsche cup yeah. car it's just people like the underdogs they like the weird stuff oh, so yeah, yeah i think there's something there and also i think you know to toot our own horn a little bit with radwood but uh car bibles is similar in that it builds value for some of these cars sure. these underappreciated cars because you can point to this thing and say see yep. like these guys yep. get it this is this is why and and it can add value to a car that's for sale or just one that you own. Sure. Um, it, and you mentioned something that kind of stood out to me is that kind of in addition to an owner's manual, like an, an, an addendum mm -hmm. that you would add to it, will you be offering these for print, like in a professional so way? So that's a great question. And short answer, yes. Longer answer, I'm still trying to figure out how to do it in a way that makes sense and is cool. I'm actually... Uh, yeah. you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure when this goes live, but like, I'm trying to bring some to Redwood, some like prototypes of printout versions. And I'm kind of trying to format it. One of the issues I'm running into early on is like a lot of the things are link based. It's like, Oh, and here's a great reason. Oh, like, right. here's the form right. that said this. And it's like, well, shoot, if we can't link, we, I know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's tricky. But, it's tricky. Yeah, I, we'll figure I, it I picture like a laminated, like tripod right. thing exactly. or something and you open it. It just has like the, you know, the greatest hits sort of, of, of the, well, model. we had early on, uh, we had this like one page PDF thing that was almost like it had a lot of blanks uh, it, and it had like your capacities for oil and like what part number oil filter you needed or whatever. And then like no, like mileage and whatever. So like a change log basically. So you could print that out yeah. and like keep it in your glove box. And then, you know, when you run into O'Reilly's, it's like, wait, what? What weight do I need? How many quarts do I need? As opposed to like waiting for your phone to load, I guess. Um, totally. And yeah, we did a few of those. But then, you know, the only reason I stopped is because we had weirdness with our like PDF uploader on our site. But um, yeah, so 
I do want to come up with some way to make like a cool uh, thing that's a, that's a print version. And not only for people who own the car, but just like in general. Like when I was a kid, I had this – I basically had like the Jet Bibles. Like it was like this big three-ring binder and you would collect these pages. Yeah. And it would be like the fighter jet and then all its like stats – and totally. like, oh, it was built here for this purpose. And like, I loved it. And it had like three views yeah, of it. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Oh, they had the same thing for cars. I don't oh, I'm know sure they it, did. It's the same yeah, three ring binder. Yeah. It was like the Viper. And it was like kind of just the, you know, iconic right, right. cars of the and, last uh, 50 Yeah, years. I feel like there's definitely room to do cool stuff like that. And, and yes. um, yeah, like I buy a lot of stuff off like Instagram, like random merch stuff from car people. And I'm always like, so totally. I think, I definitely think there's, there's a way to, make that cool enough that like people would actually want it <laughs> mighty max yeah, yeah. owners for sure <laughs> um should we uh get into questions for a little bit we can always bounce back sure. to uh more insight or art did you have something you wanted to cover uh yeah no, i'm just on the site right now and i wanted to uh mention Which a couple is, uh, things uh carbibles.com car yeah um that i i i, I want to argue with chris rosales <laughs> uh he said that the uh gt3 m4 is unforgivably yes. ugly um you know everybody's beat this horse yes. to death multiple times over but i kind of like the race car <laughs> because it's wide so like the the because you know on a standard car the kidney grill makes it just right. you know everybody's talked about it but and also the nostrils, right? All the, mm -hmm. the, those vents on the hood are horrible. But as a race car, you have functional vents everywhere. Right. The width kind of balances out the nostrils, and it looks super aggressive. And it looks almost like, like kind of, uh, I don't know. It, it's it, it's, it's kind of anthropomorphic, but kind of robotic at the same time. There's something cool about yeah. it. I, I gotta say. And, and and also, you know, Lane isn't on today, but uh, one of our co-hosts, or the other co-host, I should say, <laughs> uh, he actually was. We agree that the rear quarter of this car is is horrendous, right? It's like the slab, and it just the, the Hofmeister kink isn't there anymore. But the race car, again, with the vents and with the width, it it totally balances it all out. So, I just wanted to say, I wanted to put that out fair. there that I'm actually all right, fair enough, kind of into the 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 race car. I think it works. Right. What do you guys think? Real quick here, <laughs> I'm gonna nope. I'm gonna send it over in the chat here. So I'm just gonna say no. I you, have you looked at it already? I, I, preference uh, if i had to choose one or the other i would say don't do that those kidney girls i think it looks kind of it, it's i don't know it kind of works <laughs> I, I, I don't feel i definitely don't feel as strongly about it as chris does um his original headline was something about like don't stop race car washing it he's like oh it's people just say it looks good because it's a race car he's like but it, i still hate it it's like all right write what's in your heart my friend um but yeah I, yeah i don't know i, I can see why you would appreciate it it's definitely bold and it looks cooler with the wide body but eh. yeah and again it's it's a uh, race car washing it is an interesting way to put yeah. it but i think it's 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 just because i think that the design is is better off i think it lends itself better not all race cars are good looking race right. cars we can agree there right. you know um but um and uh you know i, I obviously I, I i've seen what the old uh, gtlm race cars look like with the narrow grills and all that and the, obviously that's a great look right. but you know whatever i think it was the m8 and then they had the six series for a bit right um but uh um, so you don't want don't the know. great look you want this look is what you're saying i, I, I think i you know, i i'll go out here I'll, I'll put it this way i like this as much as i like the civic type r which is a very bizarre thing to say because huh. uh, people really hate on that design yeah. but I don't hate the Civic Type R. I think it's just not for me. It's just two boy racer and two like two, um, 
you know, fucking anime and, uh, and Gundam wing or whatever. But like, but it's not, I don't think it's that bad looking. It's just, it's, it's not for me, you know? Um, and, and I, I, when I saw it the first time in person, it really kind of, I really thought it, uh, that, and I don't think I've ever mentioned it publicly really on our show, but, um, obviously it drives insanely well and all that. But, um, and we've talked about it a little bit in the past where we would, you know, you have the 911 GT, uh, GT3 touring, right? So like if there was a version of that, you know, where it's a little bit more subdued, like we would be on board, right? Like it's, it's just a little too boy racer, anime, Mechatron, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, is, uh, <laughs> was that, uh, Forrest or Bubba? Who, who said that? That's all uh, I have to say about that. Forrest, I think it was Bubba. You, no, it was Forrest. I'm sorry, it was Forrest. Um, but um, anyways, uh, Wham, yeah, let's jump into some questions. Right on. All right, let's do it. Um, all right, so the questions are from Instagram here, and we did uh, preface this with Andrew's visit, so some of these are actually directed at you. Oh, are nice. you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Um, Alex Stadel says, what vehicle would you take on as a project that would break your comfort zones on car ownership? <laughs> so uh, maybe something that uh, you like and uh, you know it's going to be a pain in the ass. Mm. For me, my, my answer is always V12 Mercedes. Mm. That's basically where I'm at. I love them. I know I, I, that's like my spirit animal, but I just hate um, the idea of ownership like costs. R129 or like a... All, yeah, like, all of the above, basically. Oh yeah. yeah, pretty much anything. <laughs> Any V12, yeah. especially when you get to the twin turbo stuff, it's terrifying. But uh, I, I really want one at the that's same time. That's fair. I would say probably V8 BMW, maybe. Uh, specifically, mm. I was honestly looking at X5Ms recently because oh, yeah. they're awesome. They're awesome, yeah. but man, um, so my my, my father in law uh, runs a service department at a BMW store, and he's like we're always trying to get me to get a Beamer next because he's like, oh, I uh, you know I can get you parts like really cheap, and we just bring it into the bays, and we'll service it here, and uh, which is compelling. Can you get me labor really cheap? Because uh, yeah, that's I don't know. That's right, exactly, like. exactly. It's like well, you we still need your techs for like hours. Uh, but man, yeah. I, I so I, I got pretty close on an X5M. There was a tasty blue one on cars and bids, and I was I even made it. I was like, shoot, I'm seriously thinking about it. But um, man, I just got scared about. I read so much about like just just preposterous maintenance costs on those things. They're terrible. And I was like, uh, you made the right yeah, call, I'm I like, think. I'm gonna have to, um, uh, gonna have to hold off. Cayenne is supposed. to I was actually yeah. on. I was on a podcast that reviews auctions called uh, Bid. I'm sorry, Bid Nerds. Mm. And uh, we reviewed that X5. Oh, really? Um, and I was the only one that said, "Do not buy this car." <laughs> Whoever, whoever's listening, yeah. please don't do yeah. it. So what was the? What was that? There was like something on the front, right? Like some kind of oil seal, Warren. What was that? I can't all remember. All of the oil seals, all of the coolant seals, uh, oil okay. coolers. Um, yeah, it's just an endless list. Suspension, um, and then you then you deal with all the body and trim stuff. I mean, it's just yeah, like it's nonstop. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that I've actually been super into for a long time, and ever since I one of them passed me in college, I was in my two thousand BMW two thousand two um, nice. on Highway one fifty four, Warren, that connects uh, you know behind Santa Barbara, like Santa Ynez yeah, Valley yeah. there, mm-hmm. and um, and so. You know, it was it was uh, right before you get into the twisty section uh, on the uh, going towards Santa Barbara. This is a you know a, a, there's a two lane section for passing, and 
this fucking X5M. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This this 4.8 IS ah. of the first generation facelift. I like those. Estral blue nice. flew by yeah. me. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking get on this guy. You know, I'm like this kid. And I, uh, and, uh, and my car was like pretty set up for autocross or whatever. And I and could no. not keep up with this guy, dude. Like it, <laughs> no he way. was gone. Uh, and, and I was super impressed by how little body roll it had, mm. you know? Like, I mean, the thing was flat and, uh, and it had obviously the gigantic fucking tires. I mean, right. what are they probably, I don't know. They're probably not that big by today's standards, right? They're maybe like 295. No, they're, 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 yeah. they're pretty wide. They're pretty wide. Yeah. Pretty wide. And, uh, and they look so good. You know, they've got the, uh, the M tech, uh, body kit and, uh, cool and cool seats. Yeah. Good and you know, pretty good interior, except for the obviously super uh, outdated nav and shit. But, um, I've been looking at them again recently and I'm like, ah, that's kind of a cool car. And I think they're going to blow up, you know, eventually. Cause, um, I know, they have the same i mean because it's they've got the valley pan gasket bullshit and like all the same you know those things but uh, as far as i can tell besides are they all i think they do have air suspension too or is it self-leveling some of them have i think that was an option actually i'm not sure okay i shouldn't even say i'm not so those things yeah uh because i did find one that was like all the right specs i mean it was it was uh fuck i think it's imola red right that they made those in uh it was you're right it it was was a red color Yeah, yeah, and uh, red with a black interior with the cloth is inserts and like so fucking nice. And uh, they they mentioned that they had just r- fixed the the self leveling oh, cool. uh, suspension on it. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, I personally I would go that gen if I was going to go. We've we've driven like like not necessarily the current generation X five M. We drove the what the hell is it called? The the, the no six, X six five fifty M S drive X drive all the drives. We right. drove that, but um, the previous generation X five M, a buddy of ours had, and and I was just so impressed by how the thing handled. Yeah. You know, I mean, like Coastal Range Rally car. Oh yeah, he drove it on our rally. Yeah, he brought yeah. it out and just and he probably had no was, problems. He was having Other his espresso, <laughs> espresso. Well, yeah. My favorite thing about it was the 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 the, the torque vectoring or, or how it managed power on on throttle around a corner. Like you can just feel it throw all the power to the outside, and you would just rip around yeah. and like just immediately just delete all of that heft. <laughs> yeah. mode. Yeah, they're very impressive. Um, the real Cooper says. Oh wait, Andrew, did you answer it? Yeah. 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 Oh, you're you're yeah yeah. yeah. X or mm-hmm. X5M, of course. Uh, the real Cooper says, "I'm driving from California to Massachusetts in a 2008 F250 Super Duty, camping along the way, and it's got me thinking about what old car I could take on this trip and have some fun exploring the local backroads in." So that is my question to you all. Love the show. Thanks, Cooper. Um, all right, so camping in an old car and in the summer, by the way, um, from California to Massachusetts. That is a long, uh, a lot of dr- flat, uh, dry, open yep. roads. Um, Andrew, uh, any thoughts uh, there? Huh. I mean, anything that's like in decent shape. I've I've done a few cross country drives in old hardware, and um, it's been fun every time. Honestly, uh, you just got to be prepared for those. Like, uh, you know, I mean. I, I remember once in in Cheyenne, Wyoming, I had to get an alternator changed on a Mark III Jetta, and it was like not that big of a deal, but it was it was a little Something. stressful. And then uh, yeah, yeah, like I, I would a friend and I drove an '88 Starion actually from Massachusetts to California once, and nice. and that required like a clutch line replacement in a Pet Boys parking lot. Um, yeah, it wasn't like nothing crazy. It was just like yeah, you know, this day that we thought we were going to drive 15 hours, we actually spent. 
you know, six under uh, sprawled out on the pavement. And um, like yeah. I drove my Montero uh, L.A. to to New York a couple of months ago and we lost air conditioning in like Nebraska. And I was like, eh, well, this it's like it's just yeah it's just like it's just you're like you're at like a at a flying jays and air conditioning just left you're like where the fuck did he go i'm just kidding guys (laughs) (laughs) um so i i see what you mean i think you know in terms of 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 the actual um driving experience that you're going to have right you're going to go through some long flat straight stretches for long periods of time So you kind of want comfort for that if you can, right? Yes. I think Stereon is good because it's more, it's kind of a GT yeah, car yeah. a little bit, right? Yeah. So you have that and it's got comfortable seats. Yeah, it was nice. But it's also, it's also small enough and, and, and sporty enough to where you can enjoy those back roads as he's talking about. Because it sounds like you want to make those kind of, um, um, you know, those side trips, I guess, whenever you stop in one spot and say like, oh shit, look at that mountain right. uh, little pass. Let's right. go hit that and then come back or something. So um yeah, I, I was I was actually, you know, I think your ISF was a great, you mentioned, I, I'm sorry, ISF, IS300, you mentioned oh, yeah, earlier. Be good um, one, yeah. I think that could be a fun one. I mean, we're talking old cars, right, right, right. he said. So um, I think that's great. It's modern enough to where it's going to be comfortable and insulated enough. Yeah. But again, nice ba- cha- uh, bas- basled chassis, I was going to say, <laughs> instead of balanced chassis. Basled, I don't know where that came from. Balanced chassis, you know, relatively fun engine. Manual transmission, of course, is what you want there. Um, and that could be fun, right? I mean, in a modern enough to have that good AC again. Too modern. Too yeah. modern. <laughs> Too modern. How old are we talking here then? You I said, mean, uh, he's saying old car. I'm, I'm thinking Radwood era or older. Okay. okay. What I would, right. So would 99 or older. Um, I, I, and I would say big bonus points if you can camp in it. So, uh, you know, 240 Volvo wagon turbo oh, fun. Um, mm, okay. with some suspension and, and sticky rubber. Um, I don't know if you're really having fun on all the back roads, but again, there's a lot of like, you know, Nebraska, um, Kansas stuff that you're just wanting right. to get through, right? I found... But then you pull up to the campground, you have a, a nice vintage uh, scene. Yeah. I, having I've, I've driven across the USA seven times now, and I will say... It, like you, you think you're gonna want to do a lot of side trips, but unless you have like I know two weeks, you're kind of not really going to end up doing that. It's just like mm. there's maybe there's once, so, like there'll be yeah, one detour. So many hours, especially in an old car, when you're inevitably gonna have at least one roadside repair, like or yeah. something, uh, and you're not gonna be able to go that fast. Also, like uh, I mean, on my Montero, I sit on yeah. 65, 70 miles an hour, and it's like. Yeah, it's a long ride across totally. Nebraska, like you said. It's just like so. By the time yeah. you, you know, do a few days of that, and you're not really going to be looking for like, oh, where else can I drive? <laughs> I know. I think my mind kind of goes to more uh, luxury options. Yeah. You know, like if you did have that Cadillac Fleetwood Brom D'Elegance yeah. or the um, awesome. SC three hundred or something. Oh, SC um, would be glorious. Yeah, nice GT car with uh, like a Thule box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, the old thing is is interesting, right? It's definitely an adventure, but as you're saying, yeah, you think that you're gonna be all sprite, you yeah, know, all all like excited, and you're it's like, Instagram, Fuck, I'm spent, Instagram dude. I just moments wanna, everywhere. Let's go, let's go, make it look like we're gonna right. go, we're on this epic drive at this overlook, right? Right. It's <laughs> tiring. Be it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tiring. Well, is this cheating? Yeah. Uh, E34 M5. No, that'd be good. Yes, but that's a good answer. I mean, it's my Volvo D40 on steroids. You can't really camp in it, but it's it's super comfortable. It'll I mean, Audubon Barger. I mean, E500 is a good answer here as well. But the the M5 has the manual for the fun roads, too. So that's another bonus. That's that's crazy. Um, Actually, 
I got the right, I got the answer, dude. E34 M5 Touring. Oh yeah, that'd be freaking Done. glorious. Okay. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah, we'll get right on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Angry Angry Bird GTI says, "Have we reached peak truck? Do you see anything above and beyond the TRX as far as price, horsepower, and capability? Is there any limit to what customers of full size trucks will pay?" Mm. Um, peak truck. Mm, that's a gr- what about Rivian stuff? What coming? an awesome question. Oh, I love it. Uh. Have we? Re- I want to say, not quite. On, I think there's room for like a Range Rover level or like Mercedes Maybach level pickup truck. Not yeah. quite Whoa. yet, huh. but maybe in hmm. like, at uh, soon. Uh, I agree. I, so you're saying not not necessarily from them, but possibly right. from the current producers who are willing, and because there seems to be the sky seems to be the limit when it comes to people paying for right. the luxury and the comfort in these cars right. Right, or these right. trucks. Right? Although that said, I guess Lincoln Mark LT and Blackwoods kind of fell on our face, but it's a different world now than when those came out. Was it, it a timing thing? Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it was. A, yeah. uh, so I think, I mean, I I feel like a Cadillac Escalade pickup truck is is in the. Like I, I think it's kind of surprising they haven't done one already. Uh, I mean they've did the that's ES, true the EXT uh, yeah that's right that's true EXT um, yeah but that was a yeah the, the, the avalanche yeah rebodied avalanche, avalanche um, so yeah. yeah maybe I guess you're right I guess that has kind of been done but um, but it's not really though not not really I mean how does that differ from like a GMC really? right like yeah. it, it's just a different front it, end it, really yeah, right much. like because yeah, I mean it's chrome. still the same GM shit so like I think it has to be standout yeah. right where it has to be like totally different okay and, and how and, about this cullinan truck yeah i don't know i mean huh with uh for going on your uh safaris right and, and it would have like the wooden they... uh bed it would be like super elegant it's like chrome roll bar yeah i i don't know man I, I think they would sell at least a handful of them in like saudi arabia or whatever i agree <laughs> yeah. um squared yeah. Oh, I thought you were gonna say for fox hunting yeah is that right not, exactly uh, like yeah that's basically what it is <laughs> tally-ho um, yeah it's just, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I, you guys seem to be more in tune with this space than I am because I, I, didn't, I didn't really have an answer. I, I was thinking more like performance, performance because he was talking about TRX and, you know, you have the Raptors. And right. I feel like th- that war is going to continue. Yeah. I just, I'm just I just don't know where it's going to go, you know, like because well, I think you uh, look at Rivian and uh, as much as I hate to say it, the the Tesla truck. But um, performance wise, they're going to. They're going to be insane. As, I mean, as crazy as you want them to be. Right. But are they going to be off-road capable and are they going to have like probably, probably crazy suspension better. or not? Yeah. I bet you it'll be even more capable. I mean. Yeah, or or is that going to be a yeah, Rivian stepping into the game early early because they started the kind of their life as a truck, right? So uh, right. Um, because we, we just saw, yeah, that they have like this really sick like pop-out kitchen. Did you see this, Andrew? Oh, yeah. The Rivian's got um, a lot yeah. of cool little little gimmicks yeah so i can see where they they can go with the more like expedition-y kind of you know overlandy type stuff and then also very heavy duty performance baja type shit so like there's different kind of avenues for that and you could make it as maybach as you want i mean it's just uh yeah whoever they that's a really good album title uh as maybach (laughs) as you want (laughs) that was my fourth album it didn't do well but it was a yeah, timing that, the timing. It was right when the EXT came out. Timing. You had to wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's too early. And uh, David, Tracy, and I were just talking about this last time we hung out. It was like, like I, I'm kind of surprised that more OEMs haven't gotten into the like RV space. Like, uh, you know, yeah. Subaru kind of had like a wilderness edition Outback, and uh, Volkswagen sells like a camper transporter in Europe. 
There's like yep. Mercedes did like kind of sold like an adventure Metris, but I mean the way that like the Overland scene is so hot right now, I'm surprised that Ford doesn't like. Why don't they just build an F-150 with like a permanently attached rear like camping area? I mean, how or, hard would that be for them to cook up? Well, we talked about the uh, Jeep Super Trooper, which is a Pacifica in all Jeep trim. Oh my god! Lifted That's real with. Wait. No, 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 no. This, no, no, no. Is, this, oh, this was made up. Oh, this was this was a concept. <laughs> this is a driving wall. Oh, awesome this concept, is your concept. Okay, got, okay, okay. Got it's it. got it's got uh, hose out uh, floors with drains in it. It's got you know rugged bucket oh, yeah. seats, convertible bed inside, but it looks really cool. Um, very aggressive. That's the Jeep Super a, Trooper. A brand like a, a rebodied 20, coming in twenty twenty four. Great idea. I mean, I feel like they would print money with that. I I'm with you, Andrew. Let's do, yeah. let's make this happen. Let's become All product right. owners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, three people will yeah, buy that. Yeah, for, probably. Yeah. But I mean, um, I mean, just for the, I feel like it would be a good marketing exercise alone. Like, I mean, shoot. Oh, absolutely. It's like all these high-end yeah. trucks, right? That I mean, how many people are buying right. TRXs? Well, I guess that might be a bad example. But um, yeah, it's the high-end kind of niche stuff that brings people in. Oh, yeah. No, a lot of the TRX work that's doing is getting people to the dealerships to leave with, you know, base trim, four by four, whatever, totally. uh, for sure. It's a huge part of it. Yeah. Analog Smog says, with Radwood NorCal being this weekend, what are some cars each of you want to see that you haven't seen at any Radwood event yet? Oh, my goodness. That is a very difficult yeah. question to answer. You guys, for you guys especially, um, you've seen all of them. Well, yeah. well we, I mean, we've it's, never it's, had a McLaren F1. That's the one. I mean, we've had, uh, I mean, yeah, we've had a 50s, yeah, at 40s, all the different Testarossas. EB110s, uh, Vectors. EB110s, right. XJ220. Uh, yeah. you know all, all that stuff and then you know and then uh, there's the obscure shit too we've had a renault fuego i saw that oh, yeah. uh, somebody on the site nice. right. yep. yeah we or maybe a couple even right a wham i think so uh, yeah and and one of them is like the nicest one in the world you've probably seen it andrew mm. it's it's that guy cms motorsports in la oh that, that dude it. painted my montero uh, yeah uh Shana, Shana. oh sick yeah okay. that guy's the man <laughs> yeah peter nelson uh, yeah wrote a piece on the renault fuego and why would it, it would be fire at radwood right, right. and it was fire yeah it, was it, fire. it definitely that, that's the you know it, it's the full spectrum and i I got to say real quick, like I, I heard, uh, I think Brad was on a thing with car and driver recently and, uh, and, uh, I forget what their show is called. It's like window shopping or something. Sure. And, uh, and so like I get, I always get the vibe that like people try to paint Radwood into this corner of like being like really cheesy, like shitty cars that are like very ironic, right, cool. Right. right like, right. and it's like, yes, we celebrate that too, but we like it all. Right. Yeah. And it's really celebrating the era and, you know, we like we love the poster child stuff. We love the the, the, the quirky and also just like your car, right? The survivors right. that are uh, that are just like they're 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 not the best in the category or whatever. But the fact that they exist right. and someone's taking care of it is cool. You know, that's also interesting. Right. There's the stories themselves. That's my uh, the best is talking to people, right? If you can get a story out of them and what's going on with the car and, and their background with it or, or whatever, like um, that's that's what it's it's a really comprehensive thing. It's not just like. Hey, funny lemons cars, right, you know, right, like, right. They, they, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, in that vein, you know, like I, my answer, um, would have been a Lotus Carlton, but we, we had one at, uh, Radwood, uh, UK, Radwood at Goodwood. Oh, nice. Uh, and not only did we have one, we had three and I was oh, yeah. like a three. kid in a candy store. Two. 
Uh, Warren laughed at me because I asked the owner if I can sit in it and shift it. <laughs> um, kid. A kid in a candy store. Yeah, but um, um, I don't know. Yeah, in terms I, I of, always, yeah, yeah, go for it. I was going to say my answer always goes back to concept cars okay. because they're so unobtainium. Yeah. But, you know, I want a Tokyo uh, Auto Salon 1990. Just bring all of them <laughs> and park, park them there. Or, you know, pick any weird Rin speed or... Um, Sabaro right. or Koenig uh, concept car of the 80s and 90s, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm totally yeah, right. in. So. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have a real answer. It's not happening because we know the list and we're talking to Ford about other things right now, but GT90 is what I wanted in events. Oh, absolutely. Um, that, I had yes. that on my wall when I was a totally. kid. Totally. So I, I, That's I, a good I love thing. Yeah. Um, have you got like, you know, speaking of concepts, well, like, have you had like an Oldsmobile Aerotech? That would be kind of next level. No, that's an awesome one. That would be. Yeah. Didn't, but we had that uh, Dodge Interceptor. What was that one in Detroit? The, oh, from the Wraith? Yeah. The yeah. The, the, the Turbo. In, uh, is it the Turbo, turbo Interceptor? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck was it called? Uh, but yeah. That's a great answer, Andrew. Those, those are That would amazing. be next level. Yeah, yeah. That. We also did have the Dodge Viper Concept oh, cool. um, at, at Detroit. That, that thing is so awesome. Wow. Very cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. again, concept cars. Yeah, that would are, are be that huge. would be tough to get a handle of. Um, and I'm going to answer for Lane because he's here in spirit. He would have said uh, Boxster concept because I know he really. Oh, likes Oh yeah, car, uh, the bo- yeah. <laughs> they have that in uh, Stuttgart at their museum. They have the the OG, the pre Boxster. Yeah, right. it was so cool. It, it was yeah. They had a lot of like spiker esque details, right. right? It kind of had that vibe. Oh yeah, yeah. It's very cool. Um, trying to think what else. I w- I would love to see like um. Uh, this is super freaking random, but like Callaway used to do mods for, I think they did like a suburban or like a uh, kit for like the GMT <laughs> no 400 way. suburban. I can't remember if it was Callaway or Hennessy, but I think it was Callaway, and I would love to see something like that. It would be that would bizarre. Be good. We've yeah. had we've had Canepa Callaway E21s, oh, cool. uh, rabbits. I think one Sirocco, uh, an a, a GTV6. And of course, uh, but, a C, right. C4, which yeah, of course, course C4, yeah, yeah that, yeah, that one actually, the C4 uh, won Radiston show at Radwood Austin 2019. Nice, yeah, number yeah. first Austin show. Yeah, nice, very very cool. Um, I know it's always interesting too because, um, like Art was saying, it doesn't take much to really stand out if you have a commonplace car that is perfect right. and mint, and they haven't you haven't seen one right, in forever. Right, right. Um, it it. It's amazing. So yeah, we love that as well. And and also period modifications like mini trucks oh, are now really yeah. cool. I love period um, mods. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff like that, like import tuner stuff that we you kind of forgot yep. about and then you see it when it has every little yep. piece has done the thing, you know, it's got the shaved door handles <laughs> and ridiculous <Hell> yeah. <laughs> underglow yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's it takes Hell you back. Yeah. Um couple more questions here. Um Big Fat Flip says Question particularly for Andrew, Ooh. how much better is the Montero compared to a Forerunner? Like so much or like so much? <laughs> um, also, now that I'm bringing my repurchased 96 Integra LS from high school to the rally, oh, he's got one too. should I be investing in a pair of cargo shorts? <laughs> um, so that's those are two two, two yeah two very poignant questions. Uh, you know I don't wear shorts myself so uh, at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah not a shorts man yeah okay um, you and lane yeah uh so uh i'll have to i'll, I'll, I'll have to yeah i'll have to let him do his own pants selection uh montero versus foreigners is an interesting one i assume he means third gen because that would be like the contemporary to the to my second yeah. gen montero uh 
I personally do think it's better just because the Montero's got more like flavor in its design. But uh, I mean, a third gen Forerunner is a freaking sweet ride. Um, yeah. Are they? Uh, do you think that part like same for same? They're equally capable. Like, yeah, um, pretty are they much. Equally as reliable? Are they equally as reliable? Like, uh, uh, yeah. are par- it's, what about parts availability so, and things like that? As far as reliability, I would say yes. If the same person owned both, the problem is Monteros were so unloved for so long that a lot of them, mm. a lot of them, are on neglected maintenance status now. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you pick one up now versus if you pick up a Forerunner off Craigslist. I think the Forerunners have withstood like owner neglect better than Monteros did, but so yeah, so now it would be the Toyota is probably going to be a little easier to look after uh, unless you're really willing to put in the work as like as I have to baseline the truck. Yeah. Uh, um, and capability, yeah. If if you get like you know rear lock, that's really similar setup. The body on frame, independent fronts, optional rear locker. Uh, can fit pretty much the same size tires without lifting. They're pretty going to be pretty damn similar uh, off road, yeah. like to the point where you probably you wouldn't really notice. Um, they are so uh, forerunners here and, and where we are are they're so oh, common. Yeah. I mean, I would see a hundred forerunners before I saw For Montero sure. or yeah. more. Yeah, parts availability. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really had a problem. The, the thing that's kind of frustrating about Montero parts of Belly is just like trim pieces and like random little plastic things mm. where Toyota would be easier to get. But big stuff, uh, I get a lot of stuff from from um, the Middle East. They were really popular yeah. over there. And yeah, I get a lot of parts from from this outfit called Partsuk over in the uh, United Arab Emirates. And yeah, it takes like a week and a half, but they got it. They got, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I yeah. always had the same thing with Thailand oh, really? for my Mighty yeah. Max. A lot of yeah, a lot of they must have made that truck there for a long yeah. time. But uh, a lot of little pieces. Although I just did have uh, interior door handles three uh, D printed. Mm. So wow, <laughs> ever, nice. Ever yeah, okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's uh, yeah. That would be if you're in if you appreciate the rarity and are willing to take a little more time when you first buy it to like sort it out then the Montero's cool in my opinion but did you get did yeah. you get a, a Montero bible up in no no we don't we don't have one um <laughs> we have we have a disco one and my my colleague peter okay. is bringing his disco i haven't decided if i should bring my Montero or my uh z yet because uh oh, as hmm. you pointed out on the phone the other day like having a Montero and a disco is like might make us look too much like an overland site but um, oh right but my Montero yeah. looks really cool and my z is just kind of like runs good but looks like junk <laughs> so i don't know we might have to we might have we... i hear it has a nice it interior does, yes it does. but yeah but the the paint is is fried but uh it's fried tbd well um all right let's save those questions uh art for Another time, is that all right? We're just sure. gonna run in long here. Yep. But one one last question sure. here. Uh, ben Rogat asks Andrew, "What's been the most challenging part of launching Car Bibles?" Oh, good, good goodness, Ben Rogat. I wonder if that's um one of the media guys I know. Uh, probably, probably, yeah. yeah. He used to be at Kanye. Yeah, oh yeah, be... oh yeah, the, the very same. Okay, then yes, I do know him. Uh, the most challenging part has been has been getting people to like know about it. Uh, honestly, it's. Everyone who has seen it has told me they liked it, but it's just, you know, we're brand new. So we're kind of shouting into the void a lot of the times. Uh, It's we've gotten 
lately we've like we had a Matt Farrow, I commissioned a Matt Farrow post last week to kind of get get him to like kind of leverage his fame a little bit to get get on people's timelines. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be doing some more of that. It worked. I good. I saw yeah, good. It, so. uh, we'll be we'll be doing more of that in the future for sure. Um, uh, and but yeah, it's just it's just getting people to come to the shop. Really, is like there's so yeah. many car sites out there now and like you know who can blame anybody for being like oh i don't want to go to a whole another site uh so yeah that's been getting my writers to write stuff has not been hard and, and fortunately um but yeah it's just getting getting people's attention and then personally having a small team kind of pivoting between just editing daily stories and trying to come up with like also do like promotion and kind of have like a long-term strategy has been very challenging for me personally, as the as the editor in chief of a new and tiny site, uh, but bet, yeah, yeah, so it's all about promotion. That's that's the hardest part is just just getting people's attention. <laughs> For sure, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I wonder, like maybe like podcasts or something like that are probably yeah. a good idea, right? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Coming on this is great. I mean, this is amazing. I thanks again for having me on. And like coming to coming to Radwood is going to be huge for us. I mean. I think that I'm stoked to. See, I'm really glad you could. Oh make yeah, it. I think that fun. it's well. It's going to be great. It's going to be uh, all all four of our of the Car Bibles writers will be there and like rep oh, him. And uh, yeah, Kevin is our only non-Californian, so he's actually flying in Thursday night to LA, and they're all going to convoy up, and then we'll have our little oh, our little setup, uh, a little space. And That's yeah, great. so we're gonna be we're gonna be handing out stickers and and spreading the love and flying our flags. Autographs uh, or how much are autographs? <laughs> Uh, yeah, if anybody does ask for an autograph, they can definitely get one. Uh, it will it'll tickle my ego, so that's that's all you. It'll be it. it'll be on a on a car bible foldout. Yeah, uh, yeah. What, uh, exactly. What do you call it? Exactly. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of been the been the that's the real challenge is getting our get our message cool. out there. Cool. Well, I I think that's all. You know, we we are struggling with the same issues with the new you know, auction right. site and getting the word out is, is difficult. And, uh, I think it just takes time. So you guys are doing great. I mean, I've been aware of you guys for a good, while good. and, um, hopefully it'll just keep, you know, snowballing and yeah, yeah it's I hope great. So too. appreciate that. It's good. Um, so we do have some trivia. Ooh, hope, I don't okay. All right. Take you off, let you off the hook. No, I'm ready. But anything else you want to cover before we dive in art, anything on your list? Um, no, I think we're good. Yeah. I just uh, I just got some very to... I am oh. a little distracted sorry because I got some texts right now that are very uh, fun. Um, oh, cool. I was just given the date that we're going to get the C8, so oh, we haven't nice. driven the Corvette C8 yet. So, um, huh. and it's gonna all I guess you know what breaking here it's gonna make uh, uh, or make uh, what am I saying? Sorry, I'm reading the fucking text as I'm saying it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm double checking to make sure we have the dates right because right. uh, it will be at our next Morning Motors. Yeah, that'll work. Very cool. So okay. yeah, I don't know what cool. color it is or any or what spec or whatever, but um, but yeah, that's exciting. Did you drive C eight? Uh, no, I haven't. I did. Uh, I went to the launch event in uh, in that blimp hangar in Southern California. Oh yeah, yeah, the <laughs> tested hangar. That guy's impossible to get a hold of. By the way, I've been trying to book that venue for Radwood for oh, really? three years now, oh, no and he just will not respond to my fucking emails or texts or oh. calls or whatever. Oh. So if you're out there, dude, or someone knows the guy. <laughs> Please tell them that we want to book that venue. Yeah, right on. <laughs> um, but no, I haven't driven that car, uh, believe it or not. So I'm looking forward to hear what you think about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's yeah, it's, it seems seems good. I mean, I we we went to like a little mini launch here locally mm. to like the the local dealer type of thing, you know, where people were putting deposits right. down and 
yeah, that's as that's as much exposure as I've actually sure. personally gotten to the car. I mean, it sounds like it's a very nice riding car. That's like the one thing that everybody talks about. It's like it rides so well. Right, and right. like Camisa is a friend of ours. We actually had him on the show after he drove nice. it. Uh, and he was just like, you know, raving about the suspension. He's like, it's like McLaren rivaling, wow. you know, like I'm like, well, holy shit. So wow. that's the one thing that's that's the that, that I'm going to take note of right away because I just keep hearing it. You know, yeah. it's so like it's such a standout thing. Obviously, the rest, you know, there's chassis balance and brakes and, you know, steering and all that shit. Right. But um, I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, I think they look pretty cool. They, they always seem like they ride kind of high when I see them in around town. Like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but, you know, yeah. I've, I have several times been like, oh, is that a Ferrari? And then it's a C8. <laughs> For sure, yeah. It, it definitely, they, they did a good yeah, job of that, yeah. right? Um, and at certain angles especially, right? Where, you know, that, and then some you, it's like, no, that rear is way too vertical right. because they had to make room for the fucking golf bag, right? Like, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. And the trim, all the little details get, it's so Corvette, right. but I don't know. That's just what, how you, how else do you make an, an inexpensive right, right, right. mid-engine Ferrari challenging yeah. car? But. So, um, Well, that's cool, yeah. Um, all right, so trivia time. Um, but by the way, we have to say uh, this... I don't know how we didn't mention it earlier. I think Art was so verbose and just got rolling, but Lane is not on the podcast. This is no uh, um, reflection oh, on good. you, Andrew. It's just coincidental. <laughs> but I don't think he has ever missed an episode in seven years. Oh, no. He's missed We're one. talking about which one? Uh, the one where he went and shot for uh, for um, Bonhams or something. Remember he had a shoot for Bonhams? But it was just... He just wasn't available. Like it was, it was a time time issue, and we didn't reschedule because he was he it had to be done that day because he needed certain lighting. I remember even commented on the podcast about how like he needed that lighting that day. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) so second second time, second second time time in seven years. So, um, anyways, he'll be back. He's not dead um, yet. Fred, but uh, drop dead, Fred. That we know. All right. Um, So trivia time. It's trivia time, and we have a few questions here that um, I'm worried that Andrew will probably know the answers to these because know. it's uh, it's his job to know this oh, stuff. I'm pretty, so, I'm pretty dense, so you so, never know. We'll uh, no, no, it's all good. We'll start with Art because uh, he has less of a chance, but he's still pretty good too. Um, all right, uh, General Motors has just killed a feature in their cars. Um, they will no longer be offering what. Cigarette lighter. Good good answer, but no. Ah, oh, it's Andrew? a CD player then. <laughs> hmm. Is it my turn to answer? Oh, you can answer. Uh, I Shoot. Uh, I feel like I read this headline recently, but I, don't, I already forget. Uh, That's how it goes. Yeah, it, it's not... Um, geez... GM canceled. Was it like a over the air feature? Uh, oh no, like a update kind of thing. Yeah. No, no I, I'm I, 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 I hate no to idea. say it. I don't know. Yeah, I hate to say it. Art ruined it, but uh, a CD, player. CD player. Oh, okay, got it. Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those were my two answers. Okay. So if, if you, but you ruined it because you said no. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me that it wasn't the right answer. <laughs> uh, well, I said no to your uh, cigarette right. lighter. That's right. what I meant. Sure. Um, yeah, so this is in there. Uh, the last to have this available was the, the Express and Savannah vans. But they do say that they're offered in their heavy duty, the 4,500, 5,500, 6,500, like the giant Silverado. Uh, you know, they don't even look like a regular truck, right? right? Those are the. Because them, them drivers don't have Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the deal is, why why they would do that. But um, 
Yeah, it's interesting to think. Um, and it said here that uh, um, Best Buy hasn't sold a CD since 2018. Really? Is that right? Whoa. Did it, huh. Huh. Is that is that true? I don't remember. It says Best Buy stopped selling them 2018. Like it must be if that's like a statement, but I, mean, I feel like I yeah I, know, I, I feel know. like I walked into a Best Buy not that long ago and was like, oh, why do they have CD? But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was something else I was looking at. <laughs> they definitely. Uh, I, I I feel like I've seen DVDs or definitely Blu-ray, DVDs. Or Blu-ray still, yeah, least, like, maybe that's what I yeah. saw. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, um, so there okay. you go. I don't know if any other manufacturers offer a CD player. I know that. Uh, Lexus was holding out with a tape player for a yeah. very long time, like in their LS. Yeah, I or think something. they made it to like 2011 or 12 with the tape deck. Yeah. Right, a cassette. Do you pretty, guys know? I awesome. mean, this is kind of sort of trivia, but I, I don't know the answer. But do you guys know if any non-Japanese manufacturers offered a mini disc player? Because in Japan, they were pretty wow. common uh, mini disc players in cars. Ooh, I mean, but I, I know I Sony know if... made a mini disc player for cars, but I didn't know it was standard equipment. Yeah, there oh, were there were factory, yeah, but. it was it was common to see those in Japan. So I don't know if like uh if any other other countries mini kind of got on board were, with that. Mini discs were awesome. Yeah, they were great. They yeah. didn't skip. They were uh, re-recordable, um, small. Yeah, I bought duty. mine in two thousand at uh, Circuit City. Of course, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I was so amped on it. Uh, is that a, a audiophile pun you were amped on it oh <laughs> Zing. Okay. Yeah. let's move on let's move on this is getting <laughs> out of hand all right um i'm looking at a graph here a, a graphic of the most searched car brands by country okay hmm. now some of these are easy to guess i'm sure you can probably throw a guess out for north america um and uh you know other parts of the world toyota ford those are very mm. popular uh what about cuba huh most search car brand in Cuba. Uh, I'm trying to remember what their current like importation situation is. I know who are they from? Yeah. With, right? So like I Russia. was there. I was there like two years ago, oh. and I remember seeing French cars. So this, I'm gonna go that with is the, absolutely yeah. true. Right now, I'm, I'm gonna go brand. with that. Okay. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Peugeot. You nailed nice. it. Peugeot. Nice. Peugeot. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Peugeot is popular in uh, both France and huh. Cuba for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> both France and Cuba. France. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, uh, Cuba and uh, yeah, right. okay, and France. Huh. <laughs> That's it. Um, let's see here. The country of Nepal. Huh. Oh, it's going to be some Indian brand. Ma- Mahindra, um, maybe. Oh, that's what I would got would have guessed too. Because India, India is Kia. Oh, really? Huh. Okay. The number one search in India, and that's. You know, billions of people are searching for yeah. Kias, apparently. So here, here's a, a Kia uh, India story. Um, um, I was last I, last time I was in India was probably 2015 or 2014, uh, and I was at a at a coffee shop or something, and they had a magazine uh, headline front page: uh, Kia Forte eats potholes. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. uh, you know the the roads are so bad in India that they, that's what that's what you see on the front page of a car magazine. <laughs> That a car eats potholes. Like, that's perfect. Wow. Well. Um, this is right in uh, in your wheelhouse, Andrew, and oh, mine. Oh, Mitsubishi Mighty Max, specifically. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is Mitsubishi. It is Mitsubishi. Is, is no Nepal? Knows why. In Nepal? Is, in wow, Nepal. That's bizarre. So, huh. those, are, those are your people. Yeah, I guess so. Those I got to get, get out there. Do some mountain right, climbing. Uh, last one um, Kenya. 
now most of Africa is, Toyota. is Toyota, uh, yeah. Mercedes, Renault, of course, but uh, uh, Kenya is an odd one here. Hmm. Um, let me think. Yeah, if it's not Toyota... By I'll the way, I would first, never yeah. have guessed this. It is a oh, European really? brand that um, I like. I want to like it very much. Um, and that we do not get here. Uh, hmm. I'll let Andrew Lancia? go first. Though. It's along those lines. Whoa, that's obscure as fuck for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, fiat. Al- no, wait a minute. We get, we get we fucking five hundreds of shit. Yeah, no, get, I'm an idiot. Sorry, here. sorry. I was. Yeah. Alpine. Um, Alpine. Alpine. Really? What? Most Making searched? smile machines since 1950. That's super random. Know. Are you serious? Most searched. Wow. That's <laughs> truly bizarre. Yeah, this All right. Is, I, I would, and they're saying they used uh, Google Trend data to determine this right. stuff. Um, huh. How is that you know, possible? Maybe, are, they, are there big Formula uh, One fans? Honestly, that, seems like, on the that seems like the kind of thing where maybe there, that word has a different meaning in Kenya. Right. And like mm. it just got it corrupted the data somehow. Right, right. It means like a, a, like a really good... Uh, yeah, right. Maybe there's like a that restaurant they, that they called love. that or something that's popular there. I don't, that would, I don't know. That seems too too random. Maybe a I'm, dictator? Maybe. I'm yeah. so going to look up right now. Let's see. Can, uh, what, they speak Kenyan in Kenya? No, they speak... What do they speak? Swahili, in Swahili maybe? maybe? Um, Anyways, let's move on before we uh, alienate the right. audience here. Oh, I'm so going to look this up. Toyota uh, was number one in Russia. Hmm. I thought it was weird. Um, and Sweden... Any guesses? It's not what you would it's, think. It's, Actually, it's no, it is. Vol- it's exactly it's, what you would think. It's got to be Volvo, <laughs> right? Yeah. Volvo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No surprises there. All right. Last question. Um, uh, a man in Maine, I guess you could call him your main uh, man, uh, tried to, he stole a car, or no, let me start over. <laughs> Deputies responding to a report of a stolen vehicle in Waterboro um, stopped a man walking nearby. Um they determined he was not involved, but arrested him on an outstanding warrant for some theft at Walmart. <laughs> classic, classic main man. Oh, main what? Really? So <laughs> he uh, was able to pay bail with what? Bitcoin. No, not Bitcoin. Dang. The guy don't. that stole stuff from Walmart has Bitcoin. <laughs> is what you're talking about? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Do- Dogecoin is what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, not Dogecoin. Uh, uh, something automotive related that he paid his bail with. Uh, the title. To- no, the only automotive part of the story is there was an a, attempted robbery. Wait a of minute. A car. Is it main? Is it a main man kind of thing? Is what you're getting at? Was it lobster? Yeah. Oh my god. Was it? <laughs> yeah. He pulled out a couple of nice lobsters, <laughs> threw them up there. Um, no, this guy uh, was actually denied bail when he tried to pay with counterfeit bills. Uh, what the he f- classic? <laughs> paid for his bail. Just figured he doubled down. <laughs> they just kept him in jail longer, and that was it. So what a moron! Holy yeah. shit! I know it's not good. It's not great. great. Anyways, uh, they said that um, they couldn't figure out if he had an attorney, and a working phone number for the man cannot be found. Huh. So not surprising. All right. That's all. That's all you know about that wow. guy, main yeah, man. Okay. All right. So the the moral of the story is um, use better counterfeit <laughs> bills. At your bail. Right. Yeah. If you're that's gonna it. attempt that, right? You gotta <laughs> exactly. Or just go well, straight monopoly it. money. You know, just go for comedic value. <laughs> just just go straight or monopoly. Like, Make a Doge coin that you can hand yeah. them. All right. Maybe they won't know the difference. Out of like aluminum foil that you get. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, this has been great. Yeah. You're you're awesome for coming on. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me. It was really fun. 
And it sounds like we'll see you soon. Anyhow. Yes, Saturday. Radwood NorCal yeah. Saturday. When you're listening to this, there'll still be time to come as a spectator. I think we'll be sold out of of car spaces, which is wild. Hundreds and hundreds of 80s and 90s cars. DJ, good times, and car bibles. Of yes, course, will come be there. see the car bibles booth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, are you guys handing uh, anything out? Anything? We'll, got, we'll, we'll have some. By? We'll have some stickers. And I was trying to figure out. I don't want to overpromise, but I'm trying to figure out like uh, stuff I could raffle off. I'm like digging through my old like press kits and like, oh, is there anything cool that people oh. might find interesting? Uh, so we'll see. We might have a little bit of. Uh, I might have some good stuff to give away. That's my dream, at least. So, we could do a uh, car bibles pick of a car, and you can give them whatever thing you're going to find how, in your yeah. closet. <laughs> The Andrew uh, Andrew's yard sale prize. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, what about the uh, uh, bu- bubbled uh, flywheel from the Z31? Oh, God, yeah, That's yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure people are just <laughs> clamoring for, for my old used car parts, definitely. <laughs> as long as it's autographed. Right, right. That's all you need. We'll do what we can, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody for sure. Right awesome. on. Okay, well, that's it. That's all. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Later. Okay, bye.